Episode 99 of That Metal Podcast. I'm Wolfman Dave. I am the Guap Diego. I'm Manny Kilmister. Alright, fellas. Been a minute. It has. I just want to say apologies in advance. I've been fighting off a cold. I'm already... Uh, what do you call it? The you sure it's the cold? It's not the Rona again? No, I got tested. Yeah? Yeah. Alright. Yeah, it's like... Make you sure. We got, we got the rapid testing at work, so... Alright. We're cool. We're clear. You guys test on yourself? Yeah. But she's like looking and she's like, okay, you gotta go farther. Farther. And I'm like, okay. Wait till it scrapes the brain, that green yeah. matter. Fuck no, it was that. it was already at where it was hurting and it was uncomfortable. And then you swab each nostril, right? Mm-hmm. But as so we're it, safe. It's no Rona. Yeah. No, no, we guys are good. Um, also, I've been taking care of my dad's cat for already since Tuesday. So there could be a chance it's just allergies. Could be. And I'm a fucking weenie because I don't, we don't have cats here. We don't have, we just have a weenie dog now. Freaking. Anyways. So, today's uh, episode. Interesting episode. We're going to cover Carcass. We're going to cover Iron Maiden. Fuck yeah. And we are going to cover Manny's musical journey, which has taken him to death metal. And we're going to hear from him. He's, we, uh, I assigned him, what, like, 10, 15 songs. He picked ten, ten from. He picked ten from there. From those. Yeah. I don't know. Ultimately, at the end of the day, which ones he went with. Dude, most of them, <clears> like <throat> nine of them, I hadn't heard. But okay. I was in for a. Okay. For a surprise. Well, you guys so, are gonna be in for a surprise. Okay. Maybe. So that's cool, and that's the thing. And when the the cool thing is that Diego again doesn't know which songs. I have no idea. I'm blind on this one. <clears throat> so that's why it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be interesting. Okay. Because yeah. I I think it's great. Because then Diego 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 could be like, all right, dude. That one was a little bit fucked up. Why'd you show him that one? Yeah, or, we need, we need you know what I mean? <laughs> he could be like a neutral party here when it comes to that. Yeah. So that'll be coming up in a minute. Stay tuned for that. First thing I wanted to talk about is the new fucking Carcass. Ultimately, dude, car- the new Carcass album, torn-, torn Arteries, it fucking rules. I think it slaps hard. Yeah. I think it slaps. Yeah. Um, I was actually listening to it on the way over here. Yeah. Again, for like the fourth time. Uh, this is a really good. It starts off really good. Yeah. Like it starts off like so good, and it just reminds me of like old school carcass, just like yeah. fast riffs, stuff like that. You know, it's um, I was I saw a video of when they were talking about the cover art. Yeah, which is all the veggies and stuff. Yeah, like that, I was right? curious as to so why. I a while back, remember? I don't know if you remember. I mentioned to Gonzo. I was like, oh, it's probably because fucking bell peppers are good for your fucking heart. Or whatever, <laughs> and he's like, it turns out that was completely wrong. They are, but the reason they're they, excellent topping, too, yeah, 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 they're great. Eat more bell peppers, uh, red bell peppers, roast them, good for your heart. You're nobody, you're nothing, <laughs> bell pepper, roast them, anyways. He said basically it's a Japanese technique or art type situation where type thing where you all you do is. You get something that was live, and you watch it decay. In that okay. there is that there is beauty in the decay in itself. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the decaying process. Right. There's some sort of uh, beauty in there. And so, uh, what's his name? The singer is it Bill Steer? No, I forgot his name. Uh, I forgot his name, dude. But he was basically interviewed, and he was asked, and he was like, "Yeah, that's what it's about." So. Other than that, I mean, I think it's a great album. Uh, 
I don't know. If you had to grade it, what would you give it? If, like, grading it, I'd give it, like, uh, an A-. minus. Okay. i definitely give it an A-. minus. I think it's it's perfect for, like, it's perfect for a new person getting into Carcass, and they and that's the first album they like. You know, you search Carcass, right? The new album's gonna come up. The if they click on that their latest album and it's this one, they're gonna dig it, and then it's gonna make them want to go back and listen to their. His music. vocals are cleaner. Yeah, they're spot on. I think everything is spot on. The production, everything, the the guitar riffs, the guitar melodies. Um, it's not fucking blast beats fucking up in your ass, you know, nah. super fast. It's mid mid tempo, nice death metal, with that little bit of that Swedish melodic flair in there. Yeah, which yeah. I know a lot of people aren't gonna like that. Like, I kind of want to check I, it out now. Yeah, it's a you'll. I think you will like it. Yeah, but I don't think there's a lot like a lot of old schoolers who are like, no, there can't be melody in in, in, in death metal. Like, which and I don't. I don't. I don't. I can't blame them too much because Carcass started off like that. You know what I mean? So, excuse me. I know people were freaking the fuck out when they released Heartwork. And, yeah. And was it ninety three or ninety four? They were freaking out when they released that album because it was a complete departure from what they were doing. Yeah, it was oh, a I complete see. complete departure from what they were doing. Yeah. It was like melodic death, you know. And then Swan Song kind of went regressed a little bit. It was still a good album though. And then that was it. They disappeared for a long time. And then they released uh, Surgical Steel. Which I have not heard, by the which, way. Which, that's what I was going to tell you. How would you rank the new the albums? So, I haven't I haven't heard Surgical Steel. <clears throat> I know at that point, I was just like, not about Carcass. Right. I was like, nah, I'm just like, not about it right now. I just don't want to listen to them. And I just never got around to listening to it. Which, this actually makes me want to get around to listening to it. Just... Just to see how it is. I think mm-hmm. I think right under Heartwork. Yeah. It might be Tornadoris might be there for me. Yeah. But because I like their newer stuff compared to their first Yeah. Because Heartwork Heartwork is an amazing album. Like yeah. if if we get metalheads like pissed off right now and they're like, no, no, like we can't do that because Heartwork is more melodic. Right. It's like no, Heartwork is a really great album. Like Necrotism, fucking beautiful death metal album. So it'd probably be for me, hard work, torn arteries, and necrotism. I have to admit, surgical steel because I haven't heard it yet. So you know, when we do a full of their of everything completely, then we'll do the fucking. Dude, I like that title. The torn arteries. No, the surgical what? Surgical steel. Yeah, and it's all the instruments, and that's actually what they talk oh, about. Okay, that's what they talk about. There, if you look at nice. their their um, their lyrics, it's yeah. medical, like from the books, medical stuff. Like, oh, that's yeah. So, I mean, look at um, is it this one? Corporal Jigsaw Quandry. <laughs> they had to say that. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a fucking great song too, man. Uh, but yeah, it's all about you know the body and yeah. uh, decaying all that shit. I mean, so, so they're into it like the human anatomy. Yes, absolutely. And I know there's been they said there's been a few people, not that many, who were influenced by them so much that they went into that field themselves. Were they pursuing so, like a nursing career? Or uh, that or some sort of doctors or something. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Working a morgue or something. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Like it wasn't too. Uh, 
It wasn't that many people, but they've said it's been at least a few. A couple mortician, listening to mortician. Totally. Oh, fuck, dude. Like yeah. a badass. And just like, <laughs> <laughs> like it reminds me of that dude from uh, Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> he has his headphones on, and he's like, what is he listening to? Well, now we know it's mortician. Yeah. So, Always mortician, yeah. nothing else. He's like, hey, buddy boy, how long have I known you for? Yeah, it's a fucking great movie, man. Oh, Talking about another great movie. I hadn't, I hadn't seen it in such a long time, but always quoted. Uh, Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny, dude. Oh, yeah. Shit. You guys are all into that, huh? Fucking, well, the movie is awesome, dude. Yeah? It's almost like I a musical. It's, yeah, it's almost that. like a musical, dude. I mean, the ultimate battle, good versus evil, them versus the devil. Yeah. Dude. Classic, right? That's For a, sure. It's a great super metal. storytelling right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great metal movie, I think. And Jack Black isn't overly... Jack, Jack Black, Black. <laughs> uh, but Dio comes out in it. Meatloaf is in it. Dave Grohl comes out. Dave Grohl's in it. He's the devil. He loves metal. What else? There's a lot of there's a lot of actors in it, huh? So let's get down to the scandal, the big scandal. You 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 weren't uh, you weren't familiar with this big old scandal, right? What scandal? So <clears throat> I was I call him the meth head, Machine Gun Kelly. Oh. Talking shit about Corey Taylor. Now, let me just tell you one thing. I'll, I'll say this. I'll be upfront about it now. What did Corey do this time? He didn't do okay. shit. That's oh, why. Yeah. Oh. So, I'm not a fan of Slipknot, right? But it doesn't matter. Right. Like, the idea is, okay, you can have that one friend in the group that everybody talks fun, shit about or makes fun of. But when someone else does it, you're like, hey, wait, he's my homie. Fuck you. I can only talk shit about him. Yeah. Or that your little brother or whatever. He's like... Right. I could fucking hit my little brother all I want, but once you do it, we're yeah. going to get into problems, right? For sure. Same thing, right? So Machine Gun Kelly's calling him out saying, I'm glad I'm not 50 years old wearing a mask and whatever the fuck. Oh. So Corey's like, this guy's being a little bitch because I didn't want to be on one of his songs because oh. I declined. I declined collaborating with him. So he got he all... He swung of, back. Yeah. He's like, look, these are the emails... Okay. So he could see. So he wasn't BSing it. But so he wasn't lying. He wanted so he to wasn't collaborate lying. with him. He's like, nah, fuck you. Yeah. Okay. So Corey Taylor's like, you know what? This isn't for me. This isn't my cup of tea. Good luck with you guys. And whatever. And ultimately, he said, I don't want other people writing songs for me. I'll write the songs. And that's that. Yeah. And I guess they came to a disagreement or whatever. So he's talking and, to Corey? And the meth head got all pissed off or whatever. And tried call, he tried calling him out. <laughs> and that's what happened. But I don't think it's cool. First of all, what did they say? That he got run out of the whole rap industry. And then now he wants to fucking alienate metalheads? Like, who the fuck does this guy think yeah, he is? Yeah, yeah. For being the guy that says, I'm bringing rock back into music. Yeah, rock-oriented. rock, like, rock oriented, yeah. Whatever the fuck, you know? It's like, dude, get the fuck out of here. If Corey Taylor didn't want to collab with someone, then he didn't want to collab with you. Like, just yeah. leave it at that. You don't got to get on stage and be pissy about it. Yeah. They, uh, uh, he tried to clap at Eminem on a song, and Eminem reacted and made his own song and basically destroyed him in that <laughs> song. And now he doesn't do rap anymore. Right. So it's like he got run out of the rap game. Now, yeah. Now he's trying to dip his feet into, like, the whole metal thing. Ah, fuck that. And now he's. Like, dude, okay, if you wanted to do that, then do that. But now it's like no one's not, no one's even gonna give you a chance no, now, dude. No, no. And 
for the one part I can tell you is metalheads don't fucking forget shit like that, dude. Hell no. no. They're not going to forget that, dude. Like, like you saw the Danny Filth and Sheeran thing. Of right. It's yeah. like, I'm actually curious to see how that comes out because Ed Sheeran said he's a fan and, you know, Danny Filth agreed to it. So whether it's good or not, whatever yeah. they make, I'm going to listen to it and see how it is. Whether I like it or not, that's my own thing. We'll see when it comes out. Yeah. Now, if Machine Gun Kelly and Corey Taylor made a song together, and let's say it was amazing, then that propels Machine Gun Kelly into another level. Like, holy shit, he can dip his feet into this. The interesting part is, now it's to the point where, now I want to hear the Ed Sheeran, Danny Phil collaboration more, simply because you, you don't want to let these fools want to be, you know, trying to talk shit about metal artists in general. Now I kind of be like, you know what? Now I have to feel like I got to back up. Yeah. <laughs> now I got to back up the homies yeah. and shit like that. You know? Why do they want to collab with them, though? Like, what do they want to have them? Like, I know that rap does a lot that, like, so-and-so featuring. Like, we don't do that in metal. We don't no, do, no, like, no. oh, it's uh, Judas Priest featuring. We don't fucking do yeah. that shit. Why the fuck would you want to collab with them? Like, nah, get out of here. The, the, only Metallica does that. Yeah. yeah. And they <laughs> do a shitty fucking, they do shitty at it. You know, Anthrax did that. But oh, Anthrax pulled Anthrax, it off. Anthrax did that with Public Enemy, but and they, I thought that was legit as hell. Yeah, they pulled yeah. that shit off. I thought that was so. So yeah. we could blame the them for new metal, I guess. <laughs> we could blame them for new metal. <laughs> the rat yeah, metal. for sure, <laughs> probably. You uh, can, but yeah. they they mix that really well. <clears throat> oh, they're fucking Enemy. great! No, they did great. I love yeah. that. But again, I like Anthrax. A lot of people are wishy washy with them. You know, what I, mean? nah, I love so, Anthrax. They're great. They're oh, yeah. they're a nice skate band. They're the only band that could get away with, like, featuring yeah. someone. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I mean, it's... I don't know, but... <sighs> Fuck you, Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I gotta say. <laughs> but, moving on to something that's more positive. Something... Uh, episode 99, right? 99, so, Episode dude. 99, we're Holy almost there. Shit. The Centennial... We're almost there. Ninety-nine episodes. That took yeah. a while. It took, it took a while. You know, and I think it would have happened in two years versus one. Had I already had, you guys already around <laughs> before <laughs> you and yeah. Pasquale and and all you guys are here, just because of the the time frame. You know what I mean? Yeah. The time frame is what did it a lot of times, and everybody's schedule was different and whatnot. But if had it had it been where we knew already way back when, we would have had more. It would have been faster. For sure. But 99, 99 episodes, we want to kind of do a mini celebration with our favorite albums from 1999. Yeah. So Manny, you can go first. All right. So an album that came out of 99, uh, we were talking about this last week, actually. Okay. Uh, and I know you're not kind of a fan of them. Uh, I know you are. Danzig, dude. Mm. Uh <laughs> This album's not really recognized, or I mean, not really like out there. But Lillian, Five Finger, uh, Five Finger Cross, Satan's Child, Thirteen are are worth listening to, and it's uh back in '99. It was a uh, Danzig Six Six Six, um, Satan's Child, dude. That mm. was that was my pick. Okay. Uh, for the 1999 albums. Okay. Uh, huge Danzig fan. Um. Uh, I was actually hearing, uh, we're like like I said earlier, we were talking about this maybe a week or two ago. 
I was hearing Elvis, dude. I was hearing an Elvis song, and I was all like, "Holy shit!" It finally sunk it. It sounds like it sounds like dancing. And I mean, no wonder he's known as like the evil Elvis. Um, he's gonna be doing a what, like a Halloween show, doing covering Elvis songs. In LA, it's sold mm-hmm. out on Halloween. They added Highway. an additional date. Yeah, <laughs> I know you're not. A, I'm not a fan of Elvis. No, I love Elvis. Do you? I love Elvis. It's just that. What about dancing? He, you're like a he. Uh, he was that album, the recent one, the, last year, El- this year. Danzig six Elvis. <clears throat> that was an atrocity. I felt like that was an atrocity, but just because I think if he had done it when he was younger, it probably would have been badass. Possibly, yeah. You know. Yeah. But at his age, I feel like it probably didn't translate as well as it should have. Well, but you might be right. But I mean, I'm telling you, there's people that are like going ancient oh, over and, and the tickets being sold. Or and don't get me wrong, adding an extra day for dancing. Seller, no, 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 no. I don't get. I, I'm not saying anything about him in terms of like that. He doesn't sound like Elvis. I, I just he feel sounds like, a lot like. I just him. feel like he. Try to Did it justice. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay, okay, that's, okay. That's how it's going. But, but no, yeah. I mean, what, that's on Halloween. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's fucking cool. Fuck yeah. Where, where, is, is, where does he, he live? Uh, probably L.A. Probably. Yeah, I'm assuming he lives in L.A. or Transylvania, you know, something <laughs> like uh, that. <laughs> with all his honeys and shit. <laughs> ah man, I mean, I'm I'm not super crazy on Danzig. I like I like some of his songs. But I don't understand why women dig him so much, dude. Because back really? then he was a uh, he was lifting. He had that uh that mesh see through shirt. He was kind of goth. He is pale with the black hair. He's kind of a dick. Bitches like this. Hey, wait, he was wait, a mini version of Peter Steele. <laughs> yeah, you can't be Peter Steele though. Come on, I could Come see on. why girls like him. I could see for that. Sure. Oh, easily. Dude, I'm gonna start wearing fishnet shirts. Let's do it. <laughs> do Let's it. do it, man. Yeah, yeah, you know what my finchy pants are? And I'll wear like fishnet pajamas for my fupa to fucking pop out. <laughs> wear it all. Dude, please spare us. I don't want to see your fupa and fishnets, dude. No. Oh, man. There has to be a market somewhere for that shit. Dude, holy shit. <laughs> so, what was your pick, David? All right. So, this is it the only one? Uh, do you want me to do the other two? Yeah, I figured yeah, it's easier. Finish all right. it. Alright, alright, cool. So, another album released in 99 was, uh, hopefully you don't have it, Rage Against the Machine, The Battle of Los Angeles, dude. It's mm-hmm. a good album. No, I don't Testify, Gorilla Radio, <coughs> Calm Like a Bomb, Yeah. Sleep Now in the Fire, Born of a Broken Man, uh, I don't know what happened with the with the with this band. If they're gonna reschedule because they're supposed to come in here, uh, El Paso and Cruises, dude. First dates, huh? Yeah, but in '99 was like, what else did we have in '99, dude? It was, I think it was a good album. Uh, excuse me. Dude, I agree. I agree with that. The, the the thing that I, I kind of trip out on is the major influence that they had in only three albums, I think, and alive. Yeah. The had, and Tom Morello's guitar playing was. Amazing. Yeah, I do. I, I I do think that a lot of it hit is that. Oh, that was my bottle cap falling. If you guys heard that, <laughs> um, you know you're in, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing about that is that Rage Against the Machine wasn't afraid to say or play what they wanted to play, mm-hmm. and 
Zach's vocals and what he said in songs were just really in your face about real like real things going on yeah. that I think that's what got people attached to listening to that. Dude, yeah. One of the best front men you could have. Yeah. Uh, and I mean top notch his his voice, his aggressiveness. I just love his delivery too. Uh, he fucking yeah. could be a better rapper than a lot of different rappers you think so? that are out today. Just yeah. I mean, there's too many mumble rappers and all that bullshit. They're not real. They're not real rappers anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're talking. They're talking. They're not actually rapping. So they're kind of. He was a like legitimate rapper, dude. So. Yeah. Yeah. What else could you ask, dude? And to put Tom Morello's like weird guitar style yeah. and stuff like Fuck, that, yeah. all the weirdness yeah. he added in, like little solos and stuff. Yeah. And I thought that's what really made that band was. Dude, and the drummer. Yeah. Fucking and t- dude, just the self-titled album alone. Mm-hmm. You play that on a fucking good system, and it fucking bangs, dude. It's such a fucking great album, too. Man. It's an awesome it, album. It's too. been the same, the same band members since yeah. the beginning. They right. haven't yeah. changed. Yeah. Uh, quick fact for I think we talked about it last time though, but what's the dude from Tool? Uh, the vocalist Maynard. Maynard Maynard's on Maynard's on the first album. Is he? Yeah, he does guest vocals. Is he on the cover? I wish. <laughs> no, he's on. <laughs> he's uh, one of the guest vocals on there, uh, where he's talking. I got no patience now. Oh, uh, I need to go back to that. I think take the power. Oh, I forgot. Oh, okay, okay. I know which, I know which part you're talking yeah. about. That's him. Yeah, yeah, he's he's on there. I know. Uh, he's definitely on there. I, know, I can tell you that. Yeah. Have you guys seen that meme going around? Very fun. The Steve from Blue's Clues. Oh yes. yeah, <laughs> you put it together. You're like, damn, they look pretty similar now. That's uh, yeah, him and Maynard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just put a hat on Maynard. She twins. What's your third? So the third one is uh, 2021 Metal Hammer Magazine Best Albums of '99. I yeah. fucking I disagree. Uh, Limbiscuit Significant Other. This album came out in 99, dude. Why? 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 Can we go back in time and, like, yeah. not... Why, why, is, uh, why is Fred Durst back, dude? Like, Wait, 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 wait. Let's take it back on this one. All right. I'm, oh. not, a, I'm not a huge Limp Biscuits fan. I do I'm, my research. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reveal one of mine because you just said it right now. Significant Other by Limp Biscuits. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Okay, okay. That's, good, good, that's, good. That's one of my. That's one of the albums that I was gonna say, and I'm still saying it. I'm adding it right yeah. now. Is uh, is a significant other. I think for me because, well, I guess while I was growing up, right, I hit. I was that age where they were huge. Where they got they were huge, they were really dude. big, and yes. they were like in my face all the time for mm-hmm. sure. So I attached to them. So okay. I I listen to uh, I listen to significant other like all the time, and you know I what I did too. Maybe it was the album previous. I listened to it back when they came out, but oh, like even back then, I'm like, no, yeah, it's, it's two dollar bill, y'all. Was actually, <laughs> was it, is it two dollar bill, y'all? That was, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was the first one. I yeah, was, I thought it was three, but was it two dollar or three dollar? We're, we're no, looking at two. our searches. I think it's two dollar bill yeah. y'all is the name of the yeah. uh, of the first album. But two dollar bill y'all, they um, when I first saw the video they made for Faith, the okay. George Michael song. Oh, that's right, they did cover. Yeah, it's three. It's three dollar so bill it y'all. Three dollar yeah. bill y'all. 
Why don't you believe me? Why don't this guy not going to some of Limp Bizkit fan over here? Why don't you want me, man? Why don't you want me? Why don't you want me? Why don't you want me, man? But I when it came out and then uh there was so much hype around significant other. Yeah. That Dude, Metal Hammer magazine yes. agrees with you. So yes. I, I, I don't agree well, with hold Metal Hammer I don't agree with Metal Hammer magazine <clears throat> or you, but it was worth mentioning that uh, it was like came out in ninety nine, it was a it was a good album. What I can tell you this before you continue. Metal Hammer and Kerrang are easily the shittiest fucking metal publications. Yeah. In the history of metal, uh, I only follow Metal Hammer, uh, Metal Hammer, Metal Maniacs, or Brave Words and Bloody Knuckles. So yeah, but I wouldn't trust their top whatever of that year. Okay, that's a uh, fair statement. But do you think it it's was a very we're a little bit? Album. Do, you th- do you think it's because we're a little bit older that we don't really? Well, we're only a few years older than him, also. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, a couple. You're 33? 33. So, oh, okay. So I'm going to turn 38. <laughs> I'm going to turn 38 next week. We're not that far apart, but right. enough to that that's what was big, like how you're saying. Yeah. Because, I mean, that makes sense. In, it in does. Of, you know what I mean? So anyways. M- MTV, MTV was shoving that album down our throats, dude. Yeah, what? They were. Like the, the, the videos that came out for it, like that was the first thing that would come out in the morning. Like, because MTV used to show videos like, Way early in the morning, like from six to like nine in the morning. Yeah, and I was like, I wait again. Like, yeah. I, I guess I wanted to hear something else, but no, dude. It was a, it was an album that was out there. Yeah, a lot, a lot of things is like, um, a lot of things that were around at the time too. Woodstock '99, um, Limp used to do for that album. They used to do uh, gorilla shows. Where they would cruise around to like a city or somewhere and uh, ho- tell a radio station that they were there and a location at a certain time and they'd play a show in like a rooftop somewhere. Oh, fuck. Like, you, heard of like that. YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Like they, the would, Beatles. they would do yeah. that. And I was watching it on MTV like it was happening and mm. I was seeing the shows get so wild. Like, yeah. An impromptu fucking. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It looked like they would get out of control. Yeah, it's like at six p.m. we're meeting at Fox Plaza. Everyone be there, Limpiskit. Yeah. Wait, Shut what the hell? What? what? Like, yeah, Limpiskit's here at six p.m. Be there. Gather up the boys. Imagine yeah. if they would do that now on social media, dude. Well, that's what the taco trucks do. It. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, my back over. But you disagree with that one, and I am for it. I'm totally for that one. All right. I'm totally for it. But I will give credit to what he's saying too yeah. for that magazine. As yeah, well. for sure. Yeah, I mean, if there were other things too, I mean, it, yeah. it's if it, it's to narrow it down to just that one, and I'm yeah. pretty sure you couldn't even narrow it down to just that one. Mm-mm. Okay, so, so I would be down on listening to your other two choices for 1999. Then, um, since was that your second uh, or your third? That was my third one. Okay, so you were kind of like disagreed with this one. I did. I mean, it was worth mentioning because okay. it came out in this year. I got you. Okay, I disagree it. that it's the uh, best albums of '99 according to this magazine. Right. I, I I disagree with that. But okay, that's cool. It, like, I, I mean, mentioned that's... it because it was like 1999. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not gonna put everything I like. I'll be like, all right, you know what? I did because it's it's the same with like the death metal we're gonna do. I'm not gonna like everything, dude. Yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna be like, you know what? I'm gonna be straight up. I don't like this. Yeah. All right. Okay. 
So we're carrying on to me, so I guess I'll continue from go there. For, go yep. for it. All right, so before I get any further with this, since I already said Significant Other, I'm going to say a couple albums that I started listening to like later, after 1999, as I got older, that I found out were released in 1999. And then mm-hmm. I'm going to say a couple that I grew up with, that I listened to in 1999. Okay. So, uh, first one that I've been, like, listening to, like, that I just got back to listening to was The Fragile Art of Existence by Control Denied. That's on my list. Oh, is it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have a feeling. How many do you have? Well, I'm going to, I guess now five. After a significant other. I think two or three are going to be on my list. Really? You think so? I'm pretty sure. Go for it. All right. So I guess those, <coughs> I'll let you speak on them and I'm just going to say. No, no, no. Go for it. Okay. So Fragile Art of Existence, like I recently just got back to it. I had listened to it before, but I had my Spotify on Shuffle. Yeah. And it came on like a few months ago while I was at the gym. Did you recognize them or did I? No. Like I was like, what the? Who the hell? Like, control denied? What the hell? Yeah. And I just like kept listening to it. Now they're on rotation all over again. All right. And now I just can't stop listening to the album. That's awesome, dude. I get into music like that or albums from Bad Like I'm like, oh, oh. so I was like, because I kind of have, recognize them. You like haven't this. listened to it in so long yeah. that when it plays, you're like, I've heard this, yep. <clears throat> but I can't quite but see what it is. The significance, I think, there is also in how things kind of go full circle. How does this go full circle with what we're talking about today in Death Metal? Are you trying, is this a trick question? <laughs> Control Denied, that's Chuck Childerner from... Oh, that's from, right. From Death. From Death. That's his... Sh- Schuldiner, sorry. Schuldiner. Schuldiner. It's his project that he did mm-hmm. with... Uh, death death Metal. Death Metal. But the guitar, the, the uh, singer, he he's the one that the auditions or whatever... They were going to, I think they had agreed, and we've talked about this in the past. They had agreed with Rob Halford. He was going to be the singer. Mm-hmm. And who knows how much truth there is to that, but that's what I had read that he had agreed that he was going to sing on this album. Then they heard uh, the singer, fuck, what's his name? Tim Amir. Mm-hmm. That was like one of the last audition tapes that Chuck hadn't heard yet. And then he was like, oh, we got to go with Tim instead. But that's how there was how it goes full circle with the death metal that we we're talking about too. Cool. Yeah. So super cool. It's super progressive uh, uh, death metal. Super widdly widdly uh, amazing. Hell yeah. yeah. All right. Another one that I'm gonna mention here is um, Opeth Still Life. That's on my list. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Great minds, man. Great yeah. Huh? Opeth Still Life is. Probably, like I'm not gonna say the best because I know there's I can't really say like the best ones when it comes down to open but there is in my opinion it's like in my top three yeah I would say top three because yeah. it's a a beautiful masterpiece of an album mm-hmm. but I think in terms of when I heard their albums I started from the beginning yeah and as they as they came out mm-hmm. and so with, because that happened I already had attachments to other albums I've always been super you know, attached to Morning Rise. Me too. Yeah. And Orchid. You know, yeah, both those, of those albums yeah. I think are like my top two. Yeah. And and how crazy, I mean, those came out in 95, 96. Yeah. 
and uh, this was ninety nine, right? This so nineteen ninety nine. Imagine the the but the level of musicianship that went up in only four years. How fucking int- But they weren't even writing this in nineteen ninety nine. They probably wrote this in ninety seven or yeah. something, or ninety eight. Something probably some leftover songs <laughs> from My Arms Are Hers. Yeah, who knows, man? But <clears throat> still life by Opus, and then um, this one here is um, Catatonia's Tonight's Decision. Okay. Do you have that one, David? No, but that's one of my favorite albums from Catatonia, anyways. Yeah, um, Catatonia's Tonight's Decision. <coughs> With, uh, you know, obviously, I, I, if you've listened to previous episodes, I love Catatonia. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talk about them all the time. So, yeah. you know, Catatonia, tonight's decision. Now, here, here's where, you know. You're going to go back to actually 1999. Yeah. Okay. Where I'm here. Right. And I, I may get some disagreements. But Slipknot's right, self-titled. But that was your, your place in that time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This I can't fucking say shit about that. <laughs> Slipknot's self-titled album. Okay. Self-titled album. This the album from beginning to end, I think, is just really aggressive and really good. Is that where the song Wait and Bleed came out? Yeah. With the first one? Yeah. That's when I heard about him. Yeah. See you, I was in uh was a freshman? Yeah, it was about uh, like maybe if it was ninety nine. We're in high school already. I was a sophomore, I think. I but it was I, big, dude, back then. It was yeah. like they were huge. That's when they yeah. did it. And I, bu- I remember buying it and then I sold it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I bought it at Warehouse Music or mm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot about that store, dude. Yeah, and uh, I got caught onto the gimmick. I yeah. saw the masks and I was like, what the hell is this? But the only yeah. thing you would do back in the day was you see something that attracts you and you think, that looks cool. Right. Let me listen to it. Yeah, and it attracted me. The masks attracted me. I saw them in magazines, and I was like, "Yo, these guys look." Crazy. Which one was your favorite mask? Um, I would I, if I had to pick, I would say Mick. Based on I, I just, was gonna say Mick, just on mask yeah. way. But I was gonna say Mick. But on that album, Casey Jones. On that album, oh, that's the one. I think on that album, there was someone that just had like a gimp mask. Like just a straight oh, really? up kid mask, and then they changed it later. Wasn't that clown? Was it clown? I don't know, but there was a guitarist I think that mm. just had a gimp mask. I don't know if it was Jim Root with the with the zipper and everything, or maybe I don't know if it was Jim Root or if it was Mick. We're talking like wait, so do they all change mask or just no. Corey? For the most part, they all do. Oh, they alter it. They evolve now, or they change. Yeah, it so Corey Taylor changes his mask. Oh, right? he for sure does drastically. But I know Clown still keeps like the clown thing. But there's times like he wrapped it in bandages, like oh, he was right. beat oh, up okay. or something like that. All right, you know he he changed it to where like it was more demonic, like with like a pentagram on it and all this craziness. Oh, on right, it. right, <laughs> stuff like that. Some of them don't change it; do slight changes. The other one like. Obviously, Corey changes his all the time. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that album, like, for sure, st- is in my heart, like, all the time. Okay. All right. So I can listen to that one all the time. Cool. Next one is Corn Issues. Okay. Corn Issues. Oh, um, yeah. That was 99, huh? Yeah. That was 1999, and it was a big time, you know, all the new metal bands are there. Olympus, mm-hmm. Corn. 
Um, orgy, stuff like that were all around. Dude, I forgot about orgy. <laughs> they were more industrial, man. Yeah, yeah they, they had that one song. Fuck they had a really, they had some really catchy songs, but yeah. they were That's so the Monday one, dude. Yeah, that, they, they're, that was the cover, right? That was the yeah. one that they covered from... Uh, not anything box. What was it? Uh, that was a cover? Yeah. Yeah, it's really? a cover from... Uh, what's it that used it's, to be in Genesis? Well, I didn't know that. No, it was... Peter Gabriel. No. Is that a Peter Gabriel song? No, it was the guys who were Joy Division. No. <laughs> they used to be Joy Division. And then it's... Uh, New Order. No. Yeah, New Order. No, it's 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 Peter Gabriel. No, it's not. Blue yeah, Monday is not. Yeah, you guys need to fact check that. We're going to fact check this right now. Yeah. Unless unless New Order covered Peter Gabriel <laughs> in back a in cover the day. Of a cover? A cover? Yeah, of a cover? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I know I know Peter Gabriel was in Genesis. He did Sledgehammer. He did a lot of cool songs. Was that song any. Was that song like the same as the Orgy one? Was the Orgy cover? Uh, no, you're right. You're right. New order. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who did Who did Peter Gabriel's? Who did Peter Gabriel? Uh, was it the Land of Confusion or which one? No, that's no, Genesis. That's Genesis. Yeah, that's Genesis. Someone did a Peter Gabriel cover. What Peter? Gabriel? Oh, you know who did a Peter Gabriel cover? Uh, Cold Chamber and Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, the Bad Monkey. Shock the Monkey. Shock the Monkey. Shock the monkey. That was Peter Gabriel. That's I'm, yeah, Peter Gabriel. Okay. Shock the Monkey. Yeah, that's the one. I was like uh, thinking. I don't know if Orgy would have been as famous had they had, had they, they not, not covered, you know? Yeah. Because that's I, a fucking great song. Yeah. I, I think that. But listening to them now, I like their sound. Yeah. They had a really electronic mm-hmm. sound. A lot of synths. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can see a lot of like that new wave style to them. A yeah. lot of new wave influence. Yeah. That you it, can really it, yeah. appreciate. And it wasn't too new metal either. Nah, I think they just got... Lumped in there. Lumped in there because... I guess they were associated with a lot of those bands. Like, they hung out and they were on the same record label or something. Mm. Wait, we're talking about Orgy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, you can't put Orgy on YouTube, dude. <laughs> like, you have to put Orgy band. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's like, don't yeah. Google Orgy. Don't Google Orgy. Guys. It's like, it's like the same Orgy thing. Band. Don't, don't Google Circle <laughs> Jacks. <laughs> oh, shit. You're yeah. going to get the wrong thing. For sure. But anyway, going back to it, Corn Issues... Back in the heyday when they were super big and I was really young, they were having a contest at the time where for that album... For the album cover, right? Yeah. On MTV? People were submitting their drawings and paintings. I remember, I remember, that, remember that, but yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. the little doll one, right? Yeah. That's the one that won. That's the one that won. That's, yeah. the, that's the main one that won was a doll and like, yeah. people voted. And there was like four albums that they... That they chose for album covers, but that was the winner. Did they all release them though, or is just that one? No, they released four different album covers. Oh, oh that's they? cool. Oh, yeah. You can cool. collect all of them? Yeah. yeah. So I think one of them was The Doll. Another mm. one was, I don't remember the Excuse other me. ones to be honest, but there was another one where that I owned was like, they were they were like drawn into like an insane asylum wearing straight jackets. Oh, okay. All right. And they looked like all crazy. I thought that one was cool. And yeah. I had like two more. That I can't remember off the top of my head. But Limbiscuit and Cord were at their peak in ninety nine. That was the heyday. They were homies. Yeah. They were just sure. killing it at that yeah. time. They were. But, the Family Values tour. Yeah. yeah. And Kid Rock. With Kid like Rock she, featuring Kid Rock. Fucking Trollmaker, man. Man, fuck <laughs> Kid Rock. 
Yeah. Walking and shit. Man, the beach. Kid Rock is saying anything, fuck you. Walking in the beach, oh, chingon and everything. Huh. Bring back <laughs> Joe C. <laughs> R.I.P. Did he die? Yeah, dude, he did die, huh? He's dead. Vinci. Josie. Uh, yeah, it's Chavillo. <laughs> I think he was 42 Yeah, he was like 40 <laughs> years a, old. He was, yes. a, he was like a 42-year-old little person. Yeah. He was a kid, man. He was a kid. Yeah. But yeah, you that's, got another picks? That's it. That, that Those are my picks. From 1999. My, from 1999 that... Uh, Three that really stuck with me that I lived through that I listened to all the time. Yeah. Okay. And then three that I listen to, I guess, now religiously all the time now. All right, cool. All right, so. What about you, David? <clears throat> we had two that were the same. All right. Opeth Still Life. We just talked about it. Great album. Um, again, top three for sure. Um, a little disappointed that a lot of people who are fans now, or newer fans, started with their newer shit versus going back to their older stuff. And I think now that they have so many albums, I think it's going to be one of those things where there probably isn't going to be, for a lot of people, they're not going to try to investigate their older material. Mm-hmm. Because the older material is so much different than the new shit, too. So, that sucks. Uh, even still to this day, I mean, I had a hard time starting to get more acceptance for their new shit, but it took me many years to kind of get into it, get into it and be like, but you, it's like, you know, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I can't really, it's like they betrayed me, you know? So sometimes it takes a couple of years for you to actually be like, Hey, you know what? This album wasn't bad because I'm hearing dystopia from Megadeth Mm -hmm. and it got released a couple of years and yep. I never really paid attention to it till like maybe like last year, and I was all like, "Oh fuck yeah!" Like they have a couple of songs that they played when Megadeth came. That I was all like, "I don't know why I didn't get into this album when yeah. it got released," but yeah. it had to like simmer on me like a couple of years later. Yeah. I was like, all right, you know what? They have a couple of good tracks on this album. <clears throat> I think that's that's probably how a lot of people are. I don't know. I thought it was also like pretty yeah. good, but it took me a while. Also, really, it's just a grower. Yeah. yeah. Um, Control Denied, of course. Uh, there was supposed to be part two or second album. Fortunately, Chuck passed away. Uh, rumor is that they had already done all the guitar parts, all the vocal parts. Oh, really? Or all his parts were already done. They were supposed to have charity and different events. Uh, I think the mom is the one who was somehow involved in the making of the new album. Yeah. Which has been... Over 10 years now, I think it was supposed to be called When Man and Machine Collide or something like that. Uh, and that never came, has not come to fruition, but probably You think won't. it will? Or no, I don't know. It's not anymore. Uh, Dan Swano, Moon Tower, legendary album, legendary dude. Uh, you know him from Age of Sanity, and he's been in a bunch of other fucking projects. If you don't know, you should know. Like, check him out. <laughs> Google him. He's uh, one of the masterminds, uh, producers of the world. And yeah, Google Yeah. Immortal at the Heart of Winter. Yes. Another outstanding album. They 
when you have a lot of the youngins who get them eight string guitars and only use the lowest and just chug, 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 open chug, and they don't know how to use the guitars and all that shit, let them listen to At the Heart of Winter, Abath, standard tuning, and still fucking had a heavy ass album. Damn. Still had a fucking badass thrashy, more thrashy than On black metal. Tuning? Yep. Really? More thrashy than black metal. It's more thrash than that. Outstanding album. Everything was fucking great. I agree with that one for yeah. sure. Uh, Agalog Pale Folklore. Dude, yes. So Agalog's debut, technically, I guess you could say their debut album, Pale Folklore. That one had a lot of fucking uh, emotion uh, with me because that was a little different in terms of, um, you know, when you start listening to Opeth and all of a sudden you fucking discover Agalog and it's like bands that are kind of similar but they're different but they kind of do the same thing but they don't you know what i mean and that you know they're probably are are what the american band and a lot of people think that they're scandinavian or they think that they're european or whatever because yeah. of the way they fucking play but you know they're out in oregon or <laughs> seattle they <laughs> have them jersey they have not they, right, ha- cool. they have them forests yeah. They have them rivers. They have all that shit out there. The fish. Damn. You know, Puget Sound or whatever the fuck it's called out there. So they're from Oregon? They're from Montana, Oregon. Uh, from the Pacific Northwest. There you go. Hmm. So they have all that to inspire them to create that beautiful. Pale Folklore are easily 10 out of 10. If you're going to listen to these albums, I would definitely recommend Pale Folklore. It's more of like a dark metal folk metal, black metal type thing going on. Nice. You can't really pinpoint it one way or another. Right. But they have a lot of good shit going on there. So those are my picks from 1999. A little different. I thought for sure you're going to have Agalock at least. But, but we had two. Two is yeah, 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 yeah. So not bad, dude. Not bad. So <clears throat> keep it on with the positive reviews. Yeah. Positive Positivity, because that's all we should admit, is positivity. (laughs) Uh, Iron Maiden. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. So, Iron Maiden released... How do you say it? Senjutsu. 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 Well, I have it right here, dude. We're going to do a numbailing. We should have done an unboxing, but I couldn't wait. Let's do it. Let's see what we got here. Senjutsu. So it's uh it's been out for three weeks today. Yeah. Um I'm liking it. Uh I wish I had the I wish I had purchased the uh the vinyl. Cause you can get this, I mean you, you could clearly see Eddie dude like this back look look how amazing Ooh. the backdrop fucking looks, dude. Samurai Eddie. Yeah. So it's a two disc because the songs are yeah. extremely long. They're uh, check it out. They're thick boys. Oh, yeah. that's badass, bro. Dude, and this is like the most simple version. They have other uh, like album covers. Well, not album covers, but uh, like a holographic uh, album cover, and but that's like the standard basic. Uh, this is the TV. basic model. Yeah. Yeah, because there's exclusives for, I guess, Walmart has, like, the red vinyl, depending on well, where you get it. Well, see, that's what's interesting. I <clears throat> I may have told you, 
that I follow a vinyl a vinyl group on Facebook. Yeah. Right? And I like it's interesting to see all these people who they buy the same album four or five, six times. Yeah, dude. And really? they get the different they get the variants. Oh, okay, okay. And it's interesting because it's like they're collectible. Dude, they're not they're not cheap either, man. They're not no. cheap either. So everybody's got their vice. And God damn it, music's a fucking beautiful one, dude. Yeah, dude, I fucking I, love it, dude. Yeah, for sure. Like I had to get this uh I had to get this album since I collect this bad. I had to get the physical copy uh three weeks ago actually. And I went to uh I went to all that is it all that? Yeah, it's all that music, dude. It's a smaller store now. It's yeah, but they small. have but they have also their other warehouse. Do they? They have their older shit there. Uh I don't know if they already made it to the public though. Because they have the one at the fountains, yeah, right, and then they have that's the one, one I got. This yeah, at. there's that one, and then there's another one that they're the I think by Airway, they're gonna open that one up. Nice. So yeah, so you would give. Uh, what do you think about the album? Like overall thoughts. So I think the I I, I don't think I remain in straight away. I mean, if something's not broken, dude, why fix it? They stayed. Okay. Yeah. They've been playing. This type of music since uh, since Bruce Dickinson came aboard, uh, it's an excellent album. I actually like it better than the previous two albums, e- dude. But really? the songs, are, yeah, dude, the songs are are they're very long. Since Jutsu's eight twenty one, Stratego's like the shortest song, <laughs> I believe, at five minutes, dude. The writing on the wall six fourteen, lost. I mean, that's why it's a two CD. Like, Lost in a World is 9.32. Days of Future Past is 4.04. My favorite track, for sure, and I've been listening to it a lot, dude, is the writing on the wall. Uh, but then again, like, there's another one that's super fucking long. The uh, the Death of the Celts, 10.21. A lot of people do not dig these long-ass songs. Maybe they don't dig the album. But it takes a while for uh, fans... Uh, for him to like like the like the tracks, dude. They just I I mean they have to listen to the tracks because you either like you're either gonna like the album mm-hmm. or you're not. A lot of people don't like that the that the uh, songs are this long. Mm-hmm. It, it it is a very long. They're very long songs, dude. So extremely I'll t- long. I'll tell you this right off the bat. My favorite is was the parchment, the parchment or parchment. One of the last songs, yeah, off the album, the parchment, right. I think you say you like that one too. Or? No, no, okay. no, no, not that one. That's actually like the longest song, dude. At 12 <coughs> that's minutes. the one. That's the longest at twelve minutes that's and thirty nine seconds. Easily, that's a long song. The last three songs I feel like are yes. to me are the last, the best. Yeah, yeah off dude. The, yeah, the best. Yeah. Um, I do feel the songs are a bit long. I feel like if they're gonna go go for that long, I feel like they should change it up a little bit more for what they were doing. You think so? Just, but for me. It doesn't take away that much from the album. But had there been a little bit shorter songs, maybe a two or three shorter songs, I think I would have given it an A. I if for me as it is, as it stands, I'm giving it a B. You see, I don't think they're aiming for radio hits anymore. Oh, no, they're not. I really don't think like there's no I've heard I think the writing on the wall yeah. may on Kelly maybe once or twice. But they're not gonna and that's but they're not gonna, yeah, they're not gonna play it on their on their regular airplane. Yeah, yeah you on their rotation. Not. I mean, I I liked it. I liked it. I haven't... I've listened to about six, seven songs about yeah. the album. 
I haven't finished it. You guys are saying that the last three are the best. Yeah. So, uh, I like. I enjoyed them the most. Yeah. So maybe I need to listen to those. But from the ones that I heard, I don't mind the songs being long. Because obviously we listen to a ton of bands. And yeah. Yeah. A ton of bands have like, like we we're talking about Opus. Opus yeah. has Woo! like 12 minutes. 10, songs. 10 15 minutes. So you guys yeah. are familiar with that yeah. type of music. Yeah. Already. So. The length of the songs don't bother me. Okay, cool. What, where I, this is where I knock it down a few pegs because okay. uh, I, it's a great album. It's a good album from what I've heard. And this is where I give it like a, like a B because I can listen to it. Right. Uh, is that it's for 10 minutes. I hear the same thing for 10 minutes. I'm here. It starts off really like mid tempo. And in a solo, and it goes back to like how we were talking yeah. about earlier. Yeah. And then mid tempo, and then nothing changes. And that's, that's yeah, that's what I was saying. That if they're gonna do the long songs, change it up a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, like give me some some uh, some like diversity. Time changes. Yeah, give me like, like on this song, and then like at some point get back to that mid tempo, down tempo stuff. Okay, like and, break break out to another riff or break break from that. Yeah, like yeah. take me take me through the journey mm-hmm. of all of this. Okay. And don't just keep me walking in a straight line. Okay. You know. I could yeah. I could I could see that because yeah. I think that's how I felt sometimes. Yeah, so. but the songs don't sound bad. It starts no, off no, no, it no. starts out with Shinjutsu. Yeah. Yeah. With that's about an eight minute song, I think. Yeah. And you know, they like you said, you hit it on the head earlier when you said they're not aiming for hits right now. No, they're not. Because usually a band when they release an album, they start off their first song like they're a kicker. Yeah. Like the one song that's gonna just like get you started this one is just really no this one is just this is this song and it's we're gonna take you on this little epic honestly if you really i don't know if we want to look too much into it right but if you look at the name of the song even the name of the song the writing on the wall it's like hey this is probably what you should be expecting for the album to be yeah and maybe that's why they picked that one first yeah you know what i mean okay so yeah i think you're right so you know what i mean so i think maybe because i know they're marketing geniuses they have yeah, they pay for that shit for sure. You yeah. know what I mean? So I mean, Bruce Dickinson alone is a fucking pilot. That yeah. probably got a lot of people like, "What the fuck is a pilot?" And he's a heavy metal guy. Like, right. oh my god, yeah. metal people cannot be pilots. <laughs> yeah. And he's into uh, into that sport of uh, fencing too, dude. Yeah, he's oh, a yeah, fencer, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they own a soccer team, or they and did. They, yeah, for sure. You know, and they place. They're on one of the teams, I think, or I don't know about yeah. anymore. Dude, I yeah. want to get that soccer jersey. The, uh, the, yeah. the West Ham one? Oh, I don't know, but they well, have like a jersey. Yeah, like, it's because uh, that's, their, that's their team, though. Oh, like, is it? West Ham United. Yeah. The team that they go for, Yeah. they're like West Ham United fans. That's why it's like a, a maroon color. Oh, no way? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The jersey's a maroon. That's cool, dude. Maroon. Yeah. Or like, I don't know what you call it. I don't know. I mean, they kind of dabbled into the whole thing with not as deep into like Kiss, but you know, no, they, had, they had the beers. did it for sure. No. Did they? I don't think so. Kiss? For sure. Remember we talked about this? Like, uh, they didn't drink. They didn't smoke. They didn't do drugs. They love fucking. They love but, women. But, yeah. But they and they love, but what they love more than anything, they love money. And yeah. so any which way they could make money, they fucking made money, dude. But they have everything licensed for, <clears throat> like, Kiss, dude. Everything. Dominoes. It's, fucking. I think that's genius, though, because... Condoms. Com- <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, I think. I think, okay... That's, to me, I could see that and not be like, oh, 
Paul and, and, and Gina are assholes or they're cocksuckers or they're this and that. For whatever reason, I'm like, yeah, they could do it. That's cool because it's such a Gene and, and, and Kiss thing to do. Yeah. But if I were to see fucking Lars do that shit, I'd be like, no, it should have been Lars. Fuck you, wait. I don't like that <laughs> shit. I, I know, I know that's what I would be. Maiden does it. Uh, Metallica does it. They all, they all do, that's what I'm saying. They all have their own PR teams. They all have their marketing teams. Yeah. They all have, they all have everything. They do it in a nice and a cool way. Iron Maiden started doing the beers. They started doing yeah. all that shit. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. They didn't dive that deep into it like Kiss did, but they started getting into oh, stuff. Oh, like, you know I what see. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, going back to it, overall, I think it's a good album. Yeah. Definitely listenable for everyone that's an Iron Maiden fan. Has to take a listen to it. I think it's uh, a lot of, for me, a lot of uh, throwbacks to Brave New World. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. I was literally just thinking that right now. Like, because Brave New World has a, like, a lot of eight minute, nine minutes. Yeah, a lot of people have told me that, like, Brave New World's, like, their last favorite Maiden album. Oh. Um, Really? Yeah. Yeah, and, like, a lot of people, oh, you know what? Most fans did like it. Yeah. But most fans didn't like, I'm still, like, uh... Like, the, the past two Maiden albums of Final Frontier, dude, I'm still, like, there's a couple of songs. I, I couldn't listen to that. No? No. No, this album's different, though. Like, yes. there's, it's, it's doable, like, you can listen, to, I can listen to it. I was listening to it at the gym, like, from the first track to the last track. The Book of Souls, I thought was fucking badass, dude. I thought that was that a was last. That was their last uh, yeah. album. I thought that was their comeback album after Brave New World. You think so? I thought, because I could not do a matter of life and death. I couldn't do. Yeah, I couldn't I, do that one either. No, isn't there another one? Uh, Before that, dance of death. Dance of death. I couldn't do that one either. No. A couple songs. I'm not gonna the whole. That's, and then it? before that, it was Brave New World. Yeah. But Book of Souls, man, it was a great. I thought it was a really, really, really good fucking album. Yeah. Surprised the shit out of me, man, on that one. What did you think about the album then? <clears throat> you did like the album, David? Senjutsu? Senjutsu. Senjutsu. I'm sorry, I don't know how to say it. Yeah. Yes, I liked it. Cool. But again, if I were to give it a score out of 10, I would right. probably give it an 8 out of 10. Okay. Yeah. There's room for improvement. <clears throat> um, some of the chunk, Chunky Boy songs, maybe a minute or two, but nothing drastic. You have to understand that I've been hearing that uh, Bruce Dickinson, like, they had to downtune, I believe. Because mm. his vocals. Changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's in his 60s, I believe. Yeah, dude. They're did still he, doing tours. Did he, uh, did he have cancer? Yeah. Right. He had some sort of cancer, and I think he beat it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, I saw, I saw the major change with Dave Mustaine. Yeah, uh-huh. when he played this past time, remember I told you I saw him in Albuquerque. Yeah, ah, dude, I think they killed it. I uh, love the set list here. The set list was amazing. Yeah. There wasn't anything wrong with that. But oh, uh, he sounded acabado. Like he didn't sound the same anymore. Really? His voice wasn't as strong and powerful as it usually is. That kind of blew me out. But that's just me. No, I think it was. Uh, I don't know. I thought I thought he gave a, a good uh, uh, concert. I liked it. Um, I really didn't notice much much of a change, but I don't know. He did have throat cancer. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He didn't sound as loud as he usually does, and he he was a more uh, stiff. 
Yeah. You know? But that is probably from all the headbanging and all Dude, that shit. Dude, Castro so. will take a toll on you. Hell yeah. yeah. You know? So but I tell you, his hair looked fucking good. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, hell yeah, it looked good. Fucking lion's mane and shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. What would you give Sujitsu? You know what? I'd give it uh, probably uh, also an 8 out of 10. I think there's room for improvement. I still dig that they're doing the solos, dude. The yeah. harmonies. Yeah. Um... Some of the songs are a little bit long. They're longer than I'm uh, used to. Like, usually Maiden will have a cup, maybe one or two long songs. That's, that's This is right. Yeah, no, it's, it, it's been a, a, an ongoing thing since Seven Son of a Seven Son, where yeah. they started like those seven, eight minute songs. But on this one, I mean, the even shortest on Parsley, song, Even on Parsley. Yeah, yeah, those are long songs. Yeah. You know, but the shortest, the. What Stratego at five minutes? These are long songs, but I do dig that you get to hear much. You get to hear the instruments much more. Mm-hmm. You know, on these longer songs, I do dig it. I dig the I dig the album. Like I dig it better than the than the final frontier actually. And Book of Souls. Book of Souls. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Mm-hmm. Not bad. I think um, this one for sure for a lot of people will be a grower. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean, but it's it's certainly did not disappoint. No, that's that's the positive of the whole thing. Um, <clears throat> so let's move on to our main topic. So this is interesting because we had gone through the black metal. Uh, we did, many did. Uh, was it five, ten songs? Yeah, but they're uh, black metal. black metal songs. So he did, he dabbled in it. Yeah, he's getting his feet. He got his feet wet with uh, death metal. He picked ten out of fifteen. Mm-hmm. We're here to see his journey. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure if we're gonna do one uh, progressive metal. If you're down Might. for that, yeah. Because I was talking to him last week, and I was saying I think just on a whim, I was thinking that he's gonna. Probably enjoy progressive metal yeah. much more compared to death metal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that being said, yeah, so we just decided to, you know, he was talking about there's genres that he hadn't really checked out. Uh, bands hadn't checked uh, out. Bands he hadn't checked that out. I'm not exposed to. Yeah, so he's, out of just curiosity, he wants to see if this will rub him the right way or the wrong way. Because I'm very, I don't know if the word's hard headed, but I mean, I do like a particular. Genre of uh, heavy metal, and I kind of okay. try to stay within that perimeter so I can know that I'm gonna enjoy the band without having to like go out of my way and do like research, you know. Okay. But yeah, like this only solidifies what I what I believe. Like I like a particular <laughs> genre of metal, and like it might be like, ah, oh, nah, fucker, you're stubborn or you don't want to listen to anyone else. But it was refreshing, like. Listening to like death metal songs, yeah, and black metal, and maybe we could do a progressive metal at some point. The I'm pretty sure the progressive one will be much more in your favor. I think. With with that being said, what could you say anything right off the top? What do you mean as far as in terms of what you were expecting or not expecting or being surprised? I was expecting uh, 
death metal to be not opposite, somewhat relatable to black metal. And even though it falls under the umbrella of metal, they're very distinct. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to expect from all these bands that you gave me to analyze and to for these bands to give like for me to give them like an actual listen. But there's definitely things I liked. There's things I didn't like. There's bands that I probably won't listen to because I was like, ah, dude, I can't listen to it. Like I have to get through this. Like fuck mm -hmm. it. And I listened to it like a couple of times. And it wasn't my cup of tea. Right. But I've seen some of these bands, believe it or not, dude. Okay. I've seen them and I just never, not that I didn't care for them, because that's not the word, but I never paid attention for whatever reason. But uh, okay. you would you be down on getting started already? or Take the mic. All right. So the first band is Aman Amarth, mm -hmm. Victorious March. Mm-hmm. Dude, off, off, off the bat, like, I already liked this band. I didn't know that they were uh, technically uh, death metal. I don't know why I always thought, like, oh, I guess, like, Viking metal is, like, a thing. Or So, to add on to that, yeah. Johan, the singer, big Viking motherfucker, he'd always, on interviews, he says, we're not fucking Viking metal, we're fucking death metal. <laughs> he always says that shit. He always says that shit. <laughs> So, right. kind of, lyrically speaking, it's everything, I really, everything I, to do Viking, with Vikings. Yeah, with the Nords. Yeah, yeah. sure. Everything yeah, 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 I dig that. Yeah, and it's, I love that idea, right? Do so. you think he's a Minnesota Vikings fan, or he doesn't care for football? He's Swedish. That's oh, he's Swedish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, right. They probably play soccer, dude. Yeah. 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 No, dude, the fucking song is fucking heavy. We, like, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um... Uh, I seen them with the uh, who did who did I see them with? Oh, it was Slayer. Oh, you oh, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They opened up. That was the first time I seen them. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. you know what? They're not. They're not bad. They're not bad. Like they brought the whole boat and everything. Oh, that's right. Like, all right, yeah. all right. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing that band uh, again, David. By any means, dude. Even down and getting a Patrick shirt, way like they do get down. So as yeah. far as them being like a death metal band, I was all like. Mm. So I guess I've been to, like, not a death metal concert, but, like, so I guess I've seen a death metal band that I wasn't aware of. Right. But that was, a, that was the first pick, dude. Yeah, it's a good song. I think also with that album, uh, One Set from the Golden Hall, that album in particular, there's a certain tone to it that almost doesn't even sound like it's death metal. There's this tone to it that it's, like, borderline black metal also, and it, that it's a cold album. Just that it doesn't have that warm feel to it. It just sounds like a very cold album. Yeah. And so that's why I really feel like that's one of the most different ones. In fact, if you looked at the cover art, the original cover art, that was the other one that's black. Really? The rest are all bright red. It's all like Viking red, like like shit's happening, like, you know, all kinds of stuff. Going yeah, on. yeah. That's the only one that's black. Have you seen them, Diego? Or <clears throat> not? Seen them live? Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. I have seen them. Yeah. Take the band or what? Yeah, yeah. I fucking love them. Fuck Mars. with them. Like, yeah, yeah. All the time. All right, cool. Yeah. Good song. All right. So the next song is uh, Breeding Death by Bloodbath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the album, the album art is cool, way. Like, okay. Like, I, I, I like the album art. Like, I actually dig it, way. Um, the song, though, it's, it's okay. You know, I'm not a fan, but... I'm going to be 
and and this was like an occurrence that happened with, with uh, more bands that I like to admit way the the drumming, and I think the drumming for me is like at some point the drumming is almost as essential as the vocals. Yeah. But the drumming was something that I just couldn't get used to throughout the song. What do you mean? I'm not saying it was a. I guess it was like the repetitive drumming okay. throughout. It was a consistent drumming that I wasn't really uh, a, a fan of. Way, I I assume I don't know why I associate um, the the drumming like this particular drumming. I don't know why I associate it with the black metal. Way. And some of the black metal songs that I did listen to, like I was expecting this type of drumming, but it wasn't. But with this one, it was all like okay, it's it was like. Tolerable, I guess, but no, I listened to his song uh, a couple of times, dude. Okay, so let's go back with that one. Yep, Bloodbath basically are like a super group. It's Michael from Olpeth, it's Jonas and Anders from Catatonia. Okay, and it's their brainchild basically. And Don Suano, Don Suano is the drummer. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's Bloodbath, yeah. So right. essentially. You know, they started changing it up over their schedules started getting different. So it's a super group. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. And so what ended up happening is they said that they were tired of hearing a lot of the newer death metal bands from that time. And they said, we want to do it old school. We want us to do old school death metal the way it should be. Oh, and so that's okay. why they have that guitar tone. Because there was that Swedish, old school Swedish death metal with the, the H1 pedal or the H2 pedal, whatever yeah, yeah. it was. That's why they wanted to... That's why they had to sound like that. Because they wanted to throw it back old school. So, okay. so there's a reason for it sounding the way it sounded. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, okay. And that was the EP. The Breeding Death EP also. All right. Uh, which has awesome cover art. So like I was saying. It's yeah. kind of creepy. Yeah. The reds and the blacks. Really cool. Dude, um, like, like the babies. And there was yeah, like yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It was like, I wait. It was, it's a trip, man. It's a trip. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's cool. It's a, it's a good... You're like, okay, I think I know what I'm going to get myself into. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When you see that shit? Yeah, because it was different. It was like, oh, so this is death metal. Because the first one was like, I, I, I really didn't think that a yeah. mark was technically death metal. Right. So I would judge that that's definitely old school death metal. So okay. you're, that's like, not the, not the epitome of it, but that's right. like what it is. All right, go for it. Cool. So, the third one was uh, a band that I had heard before, Obituary. Okay. Chopped in half. Chopped in half. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, I was in like, all right. I, I, like, off the bat, dude, I want a fucking shirt from that album. Like, yeah. Fucking killer, dude. It's a sick-ass cover. Yeah, man. dude. Fuck yeah. Like, Fiji. It's a tree way with, like. Skulls and shit, way. The, the fucking eyes. And, like, yeah, demons yeah. and shit. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, I thought the drumming was on point on that one. Yeah. See, a witch race is that guy where, like, the drumming is like, okay, it's not consistent. It's like, ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, no, it's not the taka-taka. Like, oh, no, dude, I cannot stand that way. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I will poke my fucking eardrum with a Q-tip because that's, I'm telling you, David, I guess that's like a pet peeve of mine, way. The drumming, dude, see, no, if I can't, if I can't get past the drumming, like, yeah. no, wait, no. No, I mean, I don't, I don't believe you too because there's sometimes that happens with, Certain death metal bands too with me, okay, where they're just fucking blast beats and yeah, blast beats. yeah. Yes, and, then, and after a while, it's like fucking change it up, you know what I mean? And that's why we'll talk about other bands 
where that's why I like listening to those styles more. Right. But I still like the traditional death metal sound too. You know what I mean? There's a notable fucking solo on that song too that I really fucking dig. And uh, and these guys, you know, Florida death metal, old school. Oh, obituary is fucking known. I mean, if you're a death metal head and you don't know obituary, consider yourself a poser. Yeah. But to see you, that's like a staple of like death metal. Yeah, I would would agree with that. So the fourth one, (laughs) coming in at number four. Do you have any drum rolls? Nah. I can't do a good one. It's Dying Phoenix Wave. Praise ah, the Lord. Dele. I was like, why, David? Por que, wey? Why did you do this to me? <laughs> like, oh, wey. No way. No, this is a band that, no, I don't like Dying Phoenix Wave. That was straight I'm gonna up, get, no. No, wait, no. It's a no way for me, like. No, and and I know it's a no. Set, set, There's a lot of hearts breaking yeah. right now. <laughs> like like what I'm saying right now does not reflect on that metal podcast stories. Like people are affiliated. <laughs> don't send them hate mail. Send me the hate mail. I'll take uh, the heat. That's fine. no, dude. I don't like dang feet this way. Like like I'm pro life. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Why does it have to be dying? No way. It's it's something different way. Like. Uh, remember I said earlier that like the vocals are like a big focal point on, 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 on my bat. The, the pixels just don't do it. I'll be straight up with you. Like, no way. So he got, he's got two Pink different squeals. styles. There's two different styles. The highs and the lows. Okay. Definitely would be something to get used to if you're not already listening to it. For me, it's the drumming and the fucking riffs, man. That's why, that's what... I fu- the driving force That's behind it, for you. yes, absolutely. The drumming and the the fucking guitar riffs are razor sharp. I don't have a problem they're with fucking the guitar. Awesome. I don't have a problem with the guitar. They're chingones, dude. They have this way of playing. Yeah, that is amazing. For sure, a lot of people have to get used to it. Gallagher. The vocals on that. His vocals, because he does. Uh, I don't even know if it's him that does both, right? I think his. They have someone yeah, else. I think that someone else does them. Um... But he does. I think the lows, and I think someone does the highs or the opposite. Not sure. Or maybe he did in the studio, he does them both. But I could see why you don't. Like, like, yeah, think the yeah. Vocals. But they're two distinct different styles of vocals. And I just like the way he incorporates it in there with, with the music. Yeah, I feel that. But for sure, I get it why you don't. You're not a fan. So, like, on the cover of the. Of the of the CD or the album that you that from this dying video mm-hmm. was it Uncle Sam did on the cover? What the what, what? I think it's Uncle Sam though. Yeah, he looked like he was all madriado and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like is that supposed to be Uncle Sam? Yeah, it looks like it looks like he's like pointing or whatever. Yeah, what is he doing? yeah. Let me see. Hold on. Yeah, I'm looking it up. Yeah, he has. He's all fucked up. Like bandages. He's on got his bandages. He's fucked up. He's like. But that's we want Uncle you. Sam? We want you. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. all puteado. Yeah, let me see the album. Yeah. Wait, so is that the only song that he does Pig Squeals or is it just throughout is it just throw on that song or some of the songs he does it yeah, more than Yeah, so that's most yeah. of the songs. Yeah, some of them it's more than others. But I don't consider those pig squeals. Really? No. I don't think they're pig squeals. What whatever that vocal style is, I don't <clears throat> they're really some are gurgly. Some are really gurgly in toilet toilet bowl gurgles. But they're not all the way pig squeals when he does like when it's higher pitched, mm-hmm. because when they show because that's because they don't because that's usually what slam and other 
That's when they do all other, these other, other genres. Yeah, those are, that's when, that's all they say. Oh, and it's re- 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 yeah, like, yeah, That's yeah. all they sound like. Yeah, no, that's. That's not considered technically a big squeal. <clears throat> the way he does it, no. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. But it doesn't matter because I know what you're talking about. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, this one, thumbs up, thumbs down, you said thumbs down? At Dying Fetus, yeah. Okay. Vocally yeah. because of the vocals. Yeah. Okay. I just want to get but into the music's... It. See, wait, no, I don't have a problem with the drumming or uh, the guitars, I don't no. think. But, it, like, I, I remember I was like, no, I just, like, vocally, dude, no, it's not going to do it for me. Okay. And it was very, it was very unpleasant to, like, but, hear a song a But they're intense. Yeah. They're I mean, intense, dude. No, I know Dying Fetus is, like... Huge weight. Yeah. It's a huge bad weight. Yeah. Just because I don't like it or it's not like something that I would listen to doesn't mean that I'm pretty sure like no, this no, no, band no. has a huge fucking fan base. Mm-hmm. Like, huge. Um, coming in at number five, we uh, bolt thrower. No guts, no glory. Ah, <sighs> top five. Doesn't, top doesn't, doesn't get much better than that. Nah, man. fucking England's. Bolt thrower, they haven't been around since 2006, maybe 2007. Yeah, I think they officially disbanded in 2010. Yeah, something like that. I don't know why I was thinking it was like some uh, a Texas band, dude. Maybe I'm yeah. using that's a cool name, it's a cool name, but no, yeah, no, they're the UK, they're England. Well, so it was tolerable, England. dude. It was very doable. Um, I don't know why I wrote because I didn't, uh, I know one of those, uh, like, uh. A band that uh, I was supposed to do, that was all like, no, I can't do it either. Another, like, Nile, dude. It wasn't anything like Nile, because I know there was a Nile song there. And I was all like, no way, both throwers, like, nothing like Nile. No, at least, at night least and this day. song. Night and day. Yeah. No, they're, either way, they're night and day. Yeah. Nile's fucking See, fast all wait, the time. I yeah, yeah, noticed, yeah. dude, and I was all like, no. And I've seen Nile. Mm-hmm. I've seen Nile, dude, when, he, when they came with the... With King Diamond back in 2005. Oh, shit. It was yeah, Nile. Yeah. It was King Diamond and Behemoth. But I mean, was like, it it's for like, Puppet? Uh, what's the name of that album? The Puppet Master? Or what is it called? For what? For King Diamond? Diamond? Oh, no, no, no. You know what? Oh, fuck, what was he doing back then? Wait. Uh, July 7th, way? Or, no. I think it was that one. Because he was doing, like, a complete... Uh, this was back in 05. He must have been doing, like, a... It has to have been that one. Yeah, but yeah. it came out where I still have the ticket and was all like, uh, <laughs> Niall came in here. I was like, yeah. oh, come on, like, yeah. did I see Niall and Behemoth? Yeah. No, I mean, but even back then, I was all like, uh, no. E now, wait, now it's like, no, wait, no, my man's like, I'm going to stick to, I'm going to stick to that rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, see, wait, call me a poser, wait, fuck it, wait. No, but it's what, too intense. What wait. I like with Niall is that they go into Egyptian mythologies and, and, and it goes into that. That's their uh, bread and butter lyrically. That's what they cover. So you listen to Iron Maiden for world history and you listen to Niall for the history of Egypt and the mummies and all that shit. Dude. Yeah. Have you got a chance any of you so. guys? Have you guys got a chance to see them? Nah, never. No? Nah. Why? Nile? They don't tour the U.S. or what? What's yeah. that? They don't tour the U.S. Yeah. anymore? Well, yeah, they're American. I mean, they're... They're, they're actually doing a full, they a full U.S. tour. Really? Oh, that's right. They're going to do a full U.S. tour. Yeah. I want to say they're stopping here. Uh, Could be, yeah. Cool. So you're talking about Bolt Thrower. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you skip over to Nile or what? Oh, no, no. It's because I was, uh, because Nile was one of the songs. And he, 
he up the uh, he didn't choose that one. Yeah, oh, yeah, because okay, okay. yeah, there were fifteen songs, yeah. and I was like, no, dude, I'm gonna do ten. But the thing that was very peculiar, dude, it was like that because I, I I I dig album covers. I was all like, is that fucking Solid Snake? Yeah, on the album cover. I mean, I mean, he's it a mercenary. It, it resembled <laughs> Solid Snake, dude. I was all yeah. like, uh, I think they're. He's I like, think they inspired by like Metal Gear Solid yeah. Two. Weird. I you know what you. You never know because that album Mercenary, I think it came out in 1998. You think that's all it's Snake? I'm so going you never know, man. You never know. These guys were big on. Uh, it wasn't Dungeon and Dragons. What was the other one called? Um, uh, Warhammer. Oh, Warhammer. For, Forty thousand. War, but yeah, they're big into Warhammer. Hey, that's, when that, that's when that game came out. Yeah, ah, nah, yeah, they're fans. So they were. Oh, so if you looked at their old school, their other cover art. You could see it there. Really? Yeah, you could really see it. So, all right, cool. So, what do you think, uh, Bolt Thrower? Bolt Thrower, if I had to give it uh, a score out of one out of ten, I'd give him like cool six and a half, seven weight. Okay. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Thumbs up weight. All thumbs right. Up. Yeah. Cool. So, anyway, no, go, like, Bolt Thrower is like, I didn't have, I listened to it a couple of times, I was all like, yeah, well, it's not like Nile where I'm like, listen to it for like 30 seconds, I'm like, oh. I don't like that. I don't like Nile. I can tell you one thing, too. I think Bolt Thrower are one of the most reliable and consistent death metal bands that were out during that time. Really? In terms of releasing good albums. Solid albums. So, good on. Good shit, man. Cool. What you got next? So, uh, that was number five Mm -hmm. out of ten. We got five more to go. Uh, Number six. Man, I'm going to try... To pronounce this uh, the best I can, but maybe I'm gonna butcher it. Quo body or quo? Quo vadis. Quo vadis. Okay. So it's a Canadian metal band. So, and uh, the song that I was listening to was uh, On the Shores of Ithaca. Hells yeah. So, besides a drum tracking machine mm-hmm. that I'm thinking, it's a dumpster. <laughs> I'm still that's, saying it's hilarious. I'm still thinking it's a tracking machine because there's no way it's physically possible. It's physically possible. No. It is physically yes, possible. it is. How? There's Dude. metal drummers out there. The death metal drummers out there are ridiculous. Was it the band? It was the same band you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, no, dude. Yeah. There ain't no ah. drum tracking or that shit. How is that, I don't think it's physically possible, but apparently if it is, oh, if it is, this motherfucker. Well, he's one of the best drummers in the world, man. Long way, like this song, fucking, I was amazed at, at yeah. the drumming itself. So I was like, "How the fuck is this possible?" Like, that's why I told you, like, "No, this can't be possible." Right. And I know um, I was really impressed with the drumming. Way. That's why. That's why. That's why I wrote it down. Like, no, it's a drum tracking machine. Like, and you're saying it's not when you showed me a picture and yeah. there is like he's playing it live. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, for sure they're playing it live. I think his name is Yannick. Yannick something. Yannick Berser. Or Bersay, Bersi. Yeah. Dude, this uh, song was Bersay. I don't know if the word I'm trying to look for is progressive way, but it was, yes. it was intense, an amazing guitar harmony way. Oh, yeah. And amazing, the, and, dude. Chingonzote. The solo towards the end. Andale, way. That just goes into like classical almost. Yeah. It's incredible. No, this one, without a doubt, way, like, I even put a score here, way, 8 out of 10, way. All right. That means way, like, yeah. if you guys are not, uh, like, familiar with this band, 
strongly suggest to give it a listen because yeah. I was uh, yeah. really pleasantly surprised with this song. Yeah, that album's called Day Into Night. Yeah. So I'm going to give number seven, and I kind of wanted to leave it for like the last because it was like the best song. Oh. But no, I'm going to do it. No, I'm going to do it right now. If okay. okay. And I believe this is the way death metal should be. If there's a blueprint, like no, let's just just do that way. Just just do that way. Death way. Uh, living <laughs> monstrosity. Oh dude. hell yeah! No, yeah, this I is a, this is like a ten out of ten way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. way. Yeah. This is the gem way. Yeah. Like this is the the definition of death metal is it's in the fucking name of the band way. Yeah. Death way. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can't be any more obvious way. Like this song, fucking from the spiritual fucking healing album. That's um, already a fucking masterpiece way. Yeah. Like, if you're fucking, if you haven't heard of Death Way, you're living under a fucking rock way. Yeah. And and to add on to what you're saying, I know that there's been other people who credit Chuck and credit Death for creating the genre itself. For sure. I know he pretends to be, he's very nice. He's humble. humble. Very yeah, humble. Yeah. He's like, oh, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. No, nah, no, nah, motherfucker. You did. You did. Yeah. So he, he definitely, he definitely, was one of the forerunners. I know a lot of people are saying um, <clears throat> Possessed. Mm-hmm. They had a song called Death Metal on uh, Burning Churches or what is it called? Seven Churches or whatever it's called. Back in 86 or whatever the fuck it was. But it wasn't quite the same because Death was still around at that time anyways, but they were called Mantas. So you can't say that Possessed did it. Nothing to take away from them, though. That, that was a great album, yeah. too. But and all the song, dude. The fucking solo. Living Oh, yeah. It's, the fucking solo, It's dude, just the way like, he plays, dude. It's his style. Yeah. And it's yeah. His, uh, vocally, too, you could understand him, and he's a fucking beast. Yeah. At the same time. Which is a rarity, right? And what he spoke about, and the way he matured, and the way the band evolved, I think was very special. Again, you have the purists who don't like the Sign of Perseverance, which is my favorite Death album. That's a really good album. But at the same time, I still love, you know, their their first album too, Scream Bloody Gore. Scream Bloody so Gore. it's like it's I, I love all the, everything that they've done. You know what I mean? Yeah. But no, this album has to be. You have to own this album. It has to be in your album collection. Yeah. And the colors, dude. The album art. Yeah. Way. The colors are beautiful. It's they a beautiful. Are, huh? and, and how crazy is it that it's still to this day relevant? What's going on, right? Yeah. So outstanding. See, Great no way. Binchi, death is like death Ching, is death. Ching Wong is yeah. Oh yeah. Chuck's my boy. I love him. I love them. See, you, I can see yeah. why it's your favorite band, but yeah. like, it's I know why. Way I know why you're because yeah. it's it's death metal. Yeah. And he doesn't talk about bullshit. Once he started getting into it lyrically, he started talking about real life. Yeah. Real life shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? mean? You hear it a lot in his later albums for sure. Dude, imagine if Chug would have been alive in the 2020s. Dude, we talked about it yeah. many, many times. We have talked about that. We yeah, had this conversation I, I, it, many times. It makes me sad, too, because it's like, I wonder what he would have done, what collaborations he could have done. Where Death Metal would have been right now with him yeah. as an influence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, nice, man. So, moving on to number eight, Cannibal Corpse. Nice. Hammer Smash Face. Another mm-hmm. great song. Wait. Another classic? Yeah, wait, yeah. Uh, this was such a good song that I was like, I was listening to it and I was all like, 
You know what? I'm kind of fucking curious. Way I want to see it live. Way yeah. I want to see how it is. Way live. Way yeah. I saw. I wasn't fucking disappointed. Dude. <laughs> no mamas. Way you see the motherfuckers like <laughs> holy shit. Way the yeah. fucking fans react. Way to the yeah. music. Way and that bass like yeah. Oh fucking yeah, bad, dude. Iconic. Yeah. Yeah. It starts. Yeah. It starts just like. And you're like, oh, wait, the yeah. fact that everyone is fucking, the musicians yeah. are fucking headbagging, wait, like, yeah. oh, cabron, like, yeah. that's what gets you in the mood, wait, that's how you fuck, that's how they make those fucking yeah. mosh pits, wait, like, yeah, she go on fucking song, dude, yeah. Don't, don't take away also Ace Ventura, man. Oh, yeah, huh? Ace Ventura. Fuck yeah. yeah, yeah. Bob Dole. <laughs> Talked about them. Bob Dole. No, wait, yeah. see, wait, no, if you haven't heard of Cannibal Corpse, wait, también, wait, like, where the fuck have you been all yeah, this time? Yeah, they're, I think they're kind Cannibal of like... Cannibal Corpse and Death are like the most fucking known... Yeah. Band. They're like household names at this point. I think so. Yeah, I think so too. I think just you know, <coughs> Cannibal Corpse is like... It has to be recognized in death metal. Yeah, sorry guys. Yeah, so, wait, yeah. Again, fighting off the cold, sorry. So cold. So at number nine, David, I'm going to need a little bit of your assistance because I do not know how to pronounce this name. Belt? Bela, is it Bela? Mm. Belacor. Belacor. So that's an Australian band. Okay, they're Aussies. Yep. So the song was fraud, dude. Frat. Frat. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is frat. Mm-hmm. Uh, steady. Uh, I, I I don't know why I keep using this word progressive. Maybe that's it's, not the. It's for sure. Yeah. It was very reminiscent of uh, Aman Amarth. Way mm-hmm. I thought it was like. It, Kinda, kinda sounds like it. Wait, the consistent double pedal también was something that fucking got me, dude. Mm-hmm. The drumming way. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a fucking pinchy fool for. See if you if you can play a sick fucking double pedal way. See, I'm gonna be a fucking fan, dude. So I'm gonna dig it. This would be this would fall under the category of melodic death metal because the 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 riffs are nice and sweet. They're fucking nice and pretty. But at the same time, because it's death metal, it's still heavy as fuck, and it's yeah. in your fucking face. You know what I mean? So, Bellacor, actually, we're going to do a Australian death, uh, Australian episode pretty soon. Okay. They're going to be on there. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And, uh, I mean, I think they're great, man. So. Yeah. Uh, if, I, if I had to rate this band, dude, they would, they would cut mustard, actually. It would be a good 7 out of 10. That's actually a band I haven't heard, so I need to take a listen to them. You like them, dude, Bellacorp? Yeah. I'll send you... Ah, oh, damn, you Spotify, huh? Yeah, yeah. Spotify team over here. Dang it. All right. That's cool. But you can still get the list. Yeah, yeah. No, these Kiwis get down for sure. Yeah, yeah. No way. They're, they're going to start sending me hate mail. <laughs> I don't want... They don't Those, like being called Kiwis, That's huh? the New Zealand guys. Those, those oh, are New, New Zealand. Zealand guys. Those are New Zealand. It's the Aussies. <laughs> Oh no, these guys are gonna fucking New Zealand Aussies yeah. potato potato. They're they're like, that's not a knife. They're gonna fuck me up now. She yeah, fuck yeah. Send <laughs> David some hate mail. Yeah. Actually, my mailbox has a lot of cobwebs. So <laughs> send some mail, please. I even have a hate mail. I'm All defending right. you. So number, number ten, number ten, dude. You know what? I guess I did review it. I think I thought I did anyway, but yeah, dude. Number ten. It is Nihilway. Black Seeds of Vengeance. I thought I didn't, uh, I didn't, uh, give it a listen, but, uh, I did. I actually did, and, again, the drumming is, is no way. Or it's the ridiculous. Whole, yeah. 
Yeah, Nile, Nile are one of those bands that are... Uh, I think they're one of the heaviest, one of the best bands out there. Death Metal. Carl, is it Carl Sanders? Yeah. Uh, he's a little dude. A little short. Little guy with the army fatigues, but he's fucking chingo. Yeah, dude. Chiquito pero picoso. I, yeah. I, I feel like Nile is one of those bands where it's like, you love them or hate them. Yeah, Like, sure. there's no in-between. Really? There's nothing there. Like... You're either really gonna love Dago, yeah. They like you're gonna be into them, or you're just gonna hate them and not listen to them ever. Yeah, exactly. Damn. Like there is no gray area. No, nothing. I, in my opinion, there's like nothing. I there. feel the same way, and especially I think it comes down probably to the subject matter and just lyrically what they talk about. I think that might be a big turnout for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, there might not be something that they're interested in, and so they're like, whatever, dude. I don't care about. You know, Egyptian mythology and shit like that. I couldn't relate to it, David, yeah. at all, dude, at all, because those uh, the vocals with the drumming yeah. that I get discouraged on listening any further, dude. Okay. Now, let's talk about well, what would you rate that one? Ooh, Nile. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Thumbs up or thumbs down? Oh no, thumbs down, dude, for all sure. Thumbs down. See you like what? What? Mm, overall, yeah. overall. Now you said that it confirmed your beliefs of, of sticking to what you want to listen to, right? Right, right. Now, some afterthoughts. So death metal could definitely be something. Uh, I mean, if you're not exposed to it already, mm-hmm. and if you're trying to get into death metal from regular metal, I guess, or classic metal. Traditional. Be, yeah, traditional. traditional metal. It's going to be something different because I, I have plenty of friends that are like, no, dude, I don't like the music that I listen to right now. And they tell me it's a little bit too heavy or thrashy. And I understand that. They listen to some metal, but not the metal that I listen to. And I could understand that. They're like, it's, again, it's too heavy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a such word as like heavy. But it's just, for me at least, it's a lot of it is the vocal style <laughs> and the drumming that just discourages me, like I said. So, the fact that there possibly is no variation in the drumming is what gets you? Yeah, on some and of these bands, not all the all the drumming was very distinct, but okay. when I got the other uh, <clears throat> the list of uh, actually listening to black metal songs, yeah. I actually like... From the set list that you did give me, David, there's more black metal songs that I like compared to like death yes. metal and, songs. And it probably has to do with the vocals too, right? Yeah, it actually does. Yeah. Okay. So for everyone else, the other songs that uh, were on their on the list: Fallujah, Starlit Path, mm-hmm. Opsu, Pillars of Mercy. Damn, Opsu, Opsu uh, are a little different. They're Texas heavy metal. Yeah. Uh, they play a cult mythological death metal. Yeah. Um, Ace Fist, uh, Ace, Ace Fix, The Crusher. I love his vocals. They sound so fucking tortured. And Vital Remains, Dechristianized. Damn, Vital Remains is a good one. That one, to me, I feel like is one of the strongest songs that has ever been created in all of death metal. That's a bold statement, Wolfman Dave. In terms of how it starts and how it turns out later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you get your two and a half, three minutes, which is straightforward death metal, and then it turns into this whole fucking other beast. And then it just becomes this fucking 
what seven eight minute long epic. <laughs> it's a fucking outstanding song, yeah. and that's why because of the way it changes, right? That I think the Christianize is a fucking great song, and that album in itself is one of the true masterpieces I think in death metal. I'm sure there's a great audience that would agree with you right now that yeah. are death metal heads right now. Yeah, like yeah, fuck yeah, preach. Yeah, I think it's one of the one of the better ones. Um, and then Carnage, Infestation of Evil. So. Yeah. So again, that one's old school, old school Swedish death metal. Yeah. So a little bit of everything. I think I tried to include a little bit of everything. In, Dude, I like in, it in, I, your, I, in your playlist. I want to tackle something else at some point down the line. I feel like it's interesting. I feel like because there's a lot of music that I'm not exposed to. Dude. But that's what I'm saying. I think if I give you progressive metal, you would, right you would fucking love it because really? first of all, you love musicianship. Yeah. You love the, the drums. You love vocals. This is good. This is I, I do think the progressive he, metal would be a, a good route. For yeah, me. I think yeah. I think that would be your other your other bitch that you would embrace. Okay, absolutely. Uh, I'm sorry, woman that you would embrace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not bad, but I think I really would think that you would embrace it wholly because of uh, and and sometimes there's themes, sometimes they're not. Sometimes right. it's a little bit nerdy. Sometimes it's not, but. How nerdy is that? A way? How how different is that from uh, Pink Floyd? You know that yeah, you're how, right. You're know huge into Floyd, and dude. All, yes. A lot of these bands' bread and butter influences are Pink Floyd, and a lot of the bands right. back in the day, anyways. Right. So it's not like you know what I mean. They have their influences too. Nice. So I think there is more. Uh, your other journey is out there somewhere. I hope so. And I think you're. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised with that one. I'm looking forward I'll to be it. honest with you with the death metal one. I think you did all right, man. Cool. I think you did. I think you were at where you're at. Yeah. Like you were good with what, what we gave you, what yeah. I gave you. Yeah. Uh, and you dealt with it in a good way, man. Yeah. So I, I had to listen to it daily, like over yeah. and over again. So I could be like, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the genre. I'm giving my humble opinion. A lot of people are going to disagree with me, and that's fair. Uh, but you know what? Twitch is own. Yeah. But I think that's, that's what it is, though, man. It's At the end of the day, like, <clears throat> there's going to be undoubtedly some bands that you're going to fuck with, and there's going to be some bands that you don't. For sure. But that doesn't mean that you don't like it. Oh, well, that, that's 100%. No, I'm never going to listen to another Death Metal band again. Right. Like, that. that's just, you know, it's... And then there's some people who just kind of see metal as everything is the same. But yeah. it's not. I can't. No, but it's not, not, dude. It's so distinct. You know why I can't do that? Because I used to work at fucking Blockbuster, and there was categories for everything, and oh, that shit yeah. stuck in my fucking head. Dude, but there sh- shouldn't there be like like romantic comedy horror thrillers, like sci-fi, absolutely documentaries, absolutely, and that's what we have, right? Yeah, we have that in metal. And it's just easier for me to describe it to people. Right. Because I'm just going to say, oh, it's a death metal. It's a metal band. What do you mean? Oh, it's a metal band. You're going to like it. Don't worry. Uh, no. Give me a description. Yeah. yeah Give me a description, sure. fucker. I need to know. What yeah, do you mean, Dying sure. Fetus? They're called Dying Fetus? They're heavy not going to be They're not gonna be like traditional heavy metal. Like, yeah, listen to Metallica. Dying yeah. Fetus. Same thing. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. No, it's not the same <laughs> thing. Oh, no. They're all heavy metal. It's the same no, shit. Oh, no. Sorry, dude. That's wrong. I'm sorry. It is. I, I, it ain't, I, yeah. it ain't, dude. It exactly. ain't. Exactly. It falls under the same metal umbrella. Sure, right. But it ain't. But there's different levels and different exactly. genres. For sure. So, interesting. Yeah. 
Fuck yeah, man. So next time, I won't have a cold. <laughs> next time it's gonna be <laughs> episode <laughs> one hundred. Man. Hopefully we get everybody on board. Yeah. Uh, I still have was thinking of how we're gonna do this one. Uh, maybe hang out, drink some beers, and look back at what we've done. You know. Yeah. But with that being said, buy the ticket. Take the ride. <laughs>